passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got you. Here we go. We do a podcast for you on this glorious uh, Tuesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, so I did go uh, axe throwing this weekend. I know you did. It was a pretty good time. It's fun. Yeah, I wouldn't was, go every week, but it's fun. Yeah, it was fun to do. I was surprised it wasn't more crowded for a Friday night. I think, this is my opinion. Yeah. I think that burst on the scene mm-hmm. was very popular. Yes. And now, it's got, just out there. It got boring. I didn't say it got boring, I but I will tell you, like, I went twice. We went with two different sets of friends, one time each. Which place did you go to? The one in Matawan, on Route 34. Oh, okay. Um... It's more towards Old Bridge, but it's, it's still a matter one. I did it. It was fun. It's not something I'm looking to go do again anytime soon, though. Correct. That's the that's the that's thing. That's the problem. I think. Yeah, we went Saturday night to a place called Stumpy's mm-hmm. in uh, in I don't know. what the heck. Where where's your old radio station? Eatontown. Okay. In Eatontown, New Jersey. You now it's in like a uh, an office park, which was weird, and it was did a they fun eat time. High ceilings. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a fun time, but you're right. Would I go back there? I would go back again. I don't know yeah, when. Like maybe six months from now. Yeah. And it'd probably be uh, maybe if you did it with a group of people. Yes. Like just Gina and I went. And uh, they taught you how to throw the thing. Mm-hmm. And then we just played like a bullseye game. Whoever mm-hmm. got more bullseyes. We weren't keeping score of the other right, thing. Right, we were just right. throwing around. But I was like, mm, I wonder when what's going to be sore when I wake up tomorrow morning. And I was. My sides were really? sore. 
My calf was sore. Your calf? Yeah, I have From no standing idea. and throwing an axe? Yeah, well, I was, you know, I was really leaning into it. You do walk, right? I do walk, yeah. A lot. Yeah, I guess it was a different... That's strange. Just sort of a different motion. But it was weird, too. Like, that's the type of place where you can bring alcohol in. Yeah, I, I know. And then just whip an axe around. Yeah. It's like a gun range. You can bring whiskey. Yeah, it was... I'm that, kidding. That part was a little weird. Gun range. But it is bizarre that you're dealing with these sharp blades... Yes. And you can drink. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I wonder what, like, I was just thinking of them as a business when I was leaving. Cause, yeah. Like I, I said. I always it, do. Yeah. When we went on a Friday night, we went at seven. When we were done by eight, it was not a lot of people in there. Right. There was a couple. But I was like, hmm, what's this guy, what's this guy making? So the qu- first question here. is, what's the rent? What's the rent, as you brought up, what's the insurance for yeah. a place where you're allowed to bring alcohol in and then throw axes? Right. Or hatchets. Yeah. It's got to be a lot. Yeah. What I couldn't figure out, when I was looking at places to go, there was a place in Freehold, which was way more expensive than this place in Eatontown. And I don't know what, hmm. why. Well, maybe the was... rent's more. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It, they might but... have a bigger facility, which means the rent is higher. And they might not have as many courts or whatever you would call it. Yeah. Um, and you need to make your money. I, I don't know. I do know. I've told you rent rates are ridiculous right now. So even for like a business park, I couldn't imagine that that guy is spending any less than $14 a square foot for everything. It's maybe even 15. So if you, how big would you say the place was? Mm, not gigantic, but I could probably see the- four or 5,000 square feet at least. Probably. Right, so right off the bat, you're talking he's got to make $75,000 to cover his rent. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot of money in a year. It is a lot of money. Yeah, going it to nothing. It is a lot of money. Going to your rent, and then your insurance, and then you got to pay employees. Yeah, and they're they're knowledgeable about axe throwing. Like, the the girl who taught us how to do it looked like she knew how to throw axes. I'm sure she did. I'm sure he's got website fees. And then they had, like, a, they were selling a bunch of T-shirts with, like, axe which they're not selling a lot of those. Uh, axe double entendres on, of uh, you know, just like weird, like. Yeah. I'm sure they sell some, but that's not, that's not really eating into their bottom yeah. line. Yeah. And they did have like a snack booth. Okay. But I don't understand any of these places that allow you to bring alcohol. Like we have such a weird state in New Jersey where, you know, anywhere else you go in the country. If I have an axe throwing place and I want to sell alcohol, I just sell alcohol. Right. Like New Jersey's got this. We have laws. We have alcohol. New York too, I think. Where you have to have a alcohol license. Yeah. But it's weird. Like you have to have, like if I go to a restaurant, they can't sell me a beer, but I could bring as many beers in as I want. That's, oh, you're talking about the, the BYOB. Yeah, that's yeah. weird too. Like I understand, hey, there's no no alcohol in here. There's mm-hmm. no liquor license. But then why why am I allowed to bring a beer in there? They're just not allowed to sell it to you and make money on it. But I can't bring a beer in Target and walk around and drink it. I don't know. You know what I mean? I do not. I don't understand how these laws are made, where they come from. I don't Me know. Me neither. I also think how much it must suck to be a restaurant that doesn't have a liquor license. Because think of how much, if you go out and have a couple drinks, like what that adds to your bill. Also lowers your insurance. To not have a liquor license? For sure. Yeah. Um, and you got to pay for the liquor license. That's gotta, true. Which is, I would think, in New Jersey. I know a liquor license to open a liquor store, I believe, starts in the seven-figure range. And you're buying existing uh, licenses. I don't believe they have any. You can't just apply for one and get one from the state. You have to buy one that someone's selling because they only issue so many of them. 
I don't know what it would be in a restaurant if it's if you're talking a million dollars plus. That's again another big nut that takes you a long time to make back. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I think like if you're a restaurant that doesn't serve alcohol, you have to sell bottled water. Like For you know sure. they make the nice bottled yes. waters. Like we went a- to a place in uh, Freehold yeah. on Friday night called Charcoal. Charcoal. It was really good. It was a it was a usually bring your owns are not that big. I know Patricia's and Homedale is a nice size, but most bring your owns are were smaller scale restaurants. This place had two floors to it. The decor was great. The vibe was great. Really nice place, but it was be, bring your own. But that was the first thing they did. Can we interest you in some? And they were showing like it was wine. Yeah, bottled wine. Yeah, and they bottle. pour it like wine. No, we're good with table water. Like We're not here to drink water. So Yeah, we're slamming some wines. I mean, pretty much. So. Yeah. I could understand that. And what's also weird, like some of the, there's another law in New Jersey. I don't know if it's this way on Long Island as well or if it's different, but like you mentioned, Patricia's in Homedale. So they don't have a liquor license. Right. But they do have local wine from a local winery that you can order there. Oh, I didn't know that. They only serve, like there's some sort of rule in New Jersey where if you're serving wine from a local winery, you can do it. That's interesting. I had no idea. So yeah. I can buy wine at Patricia's you can. if it's like Tomasello in from Cape May. Yeah, they That's have a, a red and a white. Those are your options. Because there's also a winery, which I think Eddie's gone to with his wife, that is in... It's like the Homedale Marlboro area. It might be this place. Oh, maybe. Like, they're really local. I pa- every Going to play golf, I pass it every day. Uh, not every day, but every time I go to play golf, I pass the entrance, and they say Friday night, wine tasting, live band. It seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. I think Eddie's gone there on the, on the weekends with his wife in the past. Not every weekend. I just mean once or twice. He's been. So maybe that's the winery. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know why they won't allow you. Uh, there's so many local breweries. There are. Why not allow... Breweries? Like uh, these restaurants that don't have a liquor license, let me have some local wine and local brews. That would actually be a very cool way to open up a restaurant and be able to sell wine and beer. Right. Without going crazy. Yes. That would be kind of neat. Yeah, that would be neat. Well, who's the who's the governor? Chris Christie? I no, think he, no, he's running for president now. Who's our governor now these days? Murphy. Oh, my, that's right. I was going to say Mike Murphy. <laughs> That's a baseball Daniel dad. Murphy, Jerry. No, it was not Daniel Murphy. It's Phil Murphy. Oh, Phil Murphy, yeah. Who was very nice and tweeted me a couple of years ago. Oh, about the sportscaster? Uh, um, it, no. Rutgers? It was about, about Rutgers, about a game me and Joe did. My oh. My former partner. Look at that. That he was listening to us. Oh, the governor. Is that right, and put Jerry? us in, and it was very nice. Hmm. Yeah, about that. Now, okay. what I'd really like the governor to do is get on this goddamn congestion pricing. He is on it, actually. Uh, well, get on it more. Governor I know they started a lawsuit. Let's yes. go. I want to hear more about the lawsuit. I just, yeah, I want them just to keep it tied up in the court so we don't have to pay for the congestion pricing. How about we don't have congestion pricing? Or that. That would be number one. Number two, tie it up in the, in the courts. I mean, my God. I was listening to uh, a comedian named Joe List okay. on the Joe Rogan podcast. Right. And, and they were talking about uh, your, the things we've talked about with, um, how YouTube will will give you suggestions based on the things that yeah. you've looked at. And uh, this guy was talking about, you know, Instagram does that as well. If you go to, like, the search section of Instagram, it brings up things it thinks you might like based yep. on what you've looked at. So Joe Rogan was talking about how he keeps getting all these videos of people dying. Oh. Like, people getting killed in a car accident, like, all these things. 
and this Joe List was like, I must not be looking at anything like that on the internet because he said that his suggestions are all baseball related, like things you managers mic'd up and yelling at umpires and things because that's what he looks at. Yeah, sure. And I was just wondering, like, is there a way to give yourself a nice clean reset with this? Like, can I reset so that to start for like the start fresh? Settings? Yeah. Like, I want to start fresh. I don't want to have it. You've, you've had enough of uh, baby pandas doing, uh, you know, tricks. In yeah, their homes. like Bruce Springsteen photos and guitar I guess the licks. Only way, hmm, that's a good question. I don't. Yeah. How know. do you start fresh? I don't know. Like and I want all for these suggestions you're talking for, about for Instagram. Instagram or YouTube for Instagram. Well, I'd want for YouTube too. Like, what if I want to start fresh? How do I do that? Have you? I bet Googled you I could, No, I haven't. How do you reset Suge- your Instagram suggestions algorithm? Algorithm. Yeah, that's it. How do you reset your algorithm? Tell Instagram what you're not interested in. Unfollow people. Delete your search history. Clear the Instagram app cache. Ooh. Like, comment, save, and share posts you like. That's how you get started again. There you go. Okay. You're welcome. So I clear out my cache. Yes. That's well, what, what a whole like. new world, though, that'll be for me. To Maybe. quickly reset the Explore page, display uh, new posts and reels, pull down from the top, and you can control what you see on the Explore page by selecting unwanted posts and reels and choosing not interested. Oh, okay. So there you go. So it is possible. Yes. Because I was thinking I just scheduled a uh, colonoscopy, Jerry, for uh, November. Okay. And I was thinking, like, when you do the colonoscopy prep, you you drink all that liquid or you take those pills and yep. you got no poop left in you. Right. Like, Although, you show up to that doctor. That's what it's supposed to be, though. That didn't happen for you last time. The one time, yeah. The doctor was mad at me because I didn't get all the poop out. But it was my fault. Maybe you didn't give me the right meds. But anyway, there's, like, a nice reset of your body when yeah. that happens, right? Like You want an Instagram colonoscopy. Yeah, I want an Instagram colonoscopy. <laughs> I want to do the... The bowel clean out, but for Instagram, YouTube, all these things. Sounds like a good idea. Well, start fresh, Jerry. It's a plan. It is a it is a plan for sure. I just want to start uh, fresh. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Then I had this uh, incident, and again, I'm sure I've talked about this with you before. Okay. But I still have not found a single person who tells me this happens to them and it happens to me throughout my life and sometimes when we talk about it on here people will direct message me and say that does happen to me and it makes us both feel better it makes mm-hmm. me feel better it makes the person who's hearing this feel better okay because it happened to me again when i was out to breakfast on saturday morning recognized by god knows how many people no that's a nice thing <laughs> Sitting in the chair, and all of a sudden, I had a cramp in my penis. What? I get a cramp in my penis, and I have to go into the bathroom and pull the hair out of the hole. Yeah. 
This has happened my whole life. I can't find another person who this has happened to. Don't you clean up down there? Well, actually, it happens more often when you trim up down there because there might be a loose hair somewhere. Even after you shower? Yeah. Well, sometimes it'll just happen like in the middle of the day. And to the point where it's hard to walk. Really? Yeah, and I like have to get to because first I'll try to just. And then what do you grab, tweezers to get it out? Just to find my penis, Jerry, no. I grab the tweezer. No, what I do is if you look if you look down, you could see the tiny hair that's poking your hole. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And then it's Where immediate release. I wish she heard this right now. That's what I'm saying. I can't find another human being that this happens to. Correct. Because this only happens to you. But it wasn't like a once you know how I had the tick on my penis one time? That was a <laughs> that was like a once in a lifetime thing. Uh, yes. This is like, I can remember Every this happening. Every Thursday? <laughs> no, but I can remember this happening in Florida. And wow. I lived in Florida like 20-something years ago. Okay. Like it, why is it happening to me? And no Manifestation. <laughs> I want to manifest it out. You're wishing this into your crazy head. Gina's theory was. You've talked to Gina about this. Wow. Well, because I was at the table with her where I go, I have to run to the bathroom. Oh, I, I, I think I rub one a, out. a hair in my penis. <laughs> Jesus. And she said, she believes that I'm so focused on my penis that that's why it only happens to me. Because no one else would even notice it doesn't happen. That I'm so, she thinks something happened to me in my childhood that I'm so locked in in my penis. You're a disturbed person. Well, I told her what I think it could have been. I remember um, my mother oh caught my... She felt she caught my penis in the zipper when I was little. Right. Because I remember going to the doctor for this. But I also think she mistook, you know, like the penis is kind of purplish in areas, like around the... I'm really worried where you're going with this. I'm just saying, like, I don't think my mother caused my penis to turn purple. I think it probably was, had a purple tinge to it. And when she caught it in the zipper, she thought, oh my gosh, the, the penis has turned purple. Because I remember going to the doctor. I remember standing up on the exam table and the doctor going, that's nah, fine. But maybe from that day on is why my focus. You has had a childhood experience. Trauma. That certainly got into your head and it's never left you. Right. So now I'm always thinking. The it, mind is amazing. Is my penis injured? It is amazing. I had this thought and it's because of the mind. So there's all these people. I've ever. That's the one thing that comes up on a lot of uh, YouTube things, especially when I do uh, click on the post about all these afterlife experiences yeah. people have, and they're back, and they were dead, and they came back to life. And so there's been a couple that have popped up on YouTube, and I do from time to time click on them, and all of them are very similar. And it hit me as I was driving home the other day. What if that's just our brain shutting down and it's why it's similar to when everyone quote unquote dies. That's the beginning process of your brain shutting down, running through the memories and the people and everything like that's, that's step two. Step one is the act of it happening or starting to happen. And step two is all right. Now it's like a computer. We're going from on to sleep mode to off and that we all will experience that. Doesn't mean that you're going to walk through this light and have the, maybe there is. I, and I hope like, I hope that is the case, 
But maybe that's all it is. It's our mind. Like when you're a kid and you have a traumatic experience and it stays with you for life, it's your brain doing things that you can't explain. So you're saying when your brain is shutting down, it's almost like you're clearing out the cash. Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. Right. It's almost like it's giving you one last look before you fade away. Maybe. Like, hey, Al Dukes, this was your life. Yeah. You know, and then when you're walking into the light, it's like the computer is shutting down and you're seeing the people in your life one last time. Right. That could be. I don't know. You're right, though. The body is amazing. What's weird, too, to me is like how much trauma, sexual trauma, sexual trauma that happens when you're younger like if if sexuality is normal for human beings mm-hmm. why are there things about sexuality that scar people for life like what do you mean by that well i mean clearly if we're talking assaults and things of that nature i get i get i understand that yeah would you be mean you mean in a different way yeah i'm not sure what i mean i guess like when people have, uh, like, even if somebody had a, a sexual experience when they were very young, even if it wasn't, um, wasn't violent. Yeah. Even if it wasn't violent and they felt, and they, and they were even with another person of their age, it still will affect them their whole life. And I wonder why, what part of our being the sexuality part is that it, is a scarring situation. For You'd have to talk to someone that studies the brain yeah. and emotions and all sorts of things like that. Yeah. Also how you have some people can, I mean, the whole thing is crazy because from everything you read and look at now, you can have people that are depressed based on the food they eat. Yes. You know, because all of a sudden the chemical levels in your body are completely altered. You can have people that are happy all the time. And there are people that are manic depressants. And it goes well beyond your diet that there's just something that needs repairing or meds mm-hmm. to help repair. Um, it's all, it's all nuts. I don't, really, when you, it's kind of like life. You start to think about it, you freak yourself out. Well, it's weird too for some of those things. They'll even tell you with the medications for that. We don't know exactly how it works, but it works. That's dangerous. Is that because it worked on mice? I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know I've either. heard that with a number of different things that I've been listening to podcast wise. They talk about like um, some of the depression medicines. And they're like, yeah, we don't know exactly what it does to the brain, but it helps. That's not comforting. Yeah, it seems a little strange. I don't. I don't care for that answer. Yeah, like you want to know, like it does this. Yeah. It hits this receptor of the brain, and, and yeah, like show me. Yeah, you know, there's one of the doctors on on YouTube that I follow. That anytime he shows you uh, his research, he shows you his research. And there are, you know, electronic graphs and digital displays and, and it, maybe he's a kook. I don't know, but he certainly presents a really good case with proof and research. And here it is, you know, I don't know. Man. Yeah. I came across a thing the other day. So, you know, it's, so, it's funny with the nutrition and all that, where people are looking for a jump start, and, you know, there's... Obviously, if you just eat clean, that's the best thing that you can do for sure. Other people like the keto diet because if you listen to keto people, the benefits are A, B, C, D, and E better than just doing this. Then there's the Weight Watchers people that will tell you, yeah, you can eat what you want. You just got to do it in the right way and it's portion control. And then you've got the, 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 car, not the carnivore, you've got the Mediterranean diet. You, this is why this is the best. 
It's like, oh my God. Now I read the thing, I read something yesterday about this, this V shred, the hell with keto, the hell with Mediterranean. This is what you've got. It's like, my head's going to explode. Yeah. It's like, my know, it's God, we complicate everything. Yeah. It used to be like, if you went to the bookstore in the food and diet section, it was, it was like that. Now it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. All social media, all in the news. Oh, the one thing, the V shred guy though, I did see in the video I was watching. The one thing he will tell you, stop running. Complete waste of your time. That I agree with. I, I knew you would. That's why I mentioned it. I never but, even heard of this V-Shred. Yeah. I'll have to Google it. I, then it's going to show up in my uh, I algorithms. Mostly, I stopped. It was one of those things where it never got to the point. Yeah. But you could understand where it was going. It was basically about lifting weights, get rid of cardio, and eat protein. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. The way I, I think Which is one. pretty consistent in a lot of these I, things now. In a lot. Yeah. But, you know, another one of these, I think... Where they're telling you about not eat these fruits. And you know what? Up your ass with the not eat right. these fruits. Right. I can't eat an apple. That's going to gonna bloat me. Shut up. <laughs> Good Lord. You're not eating a full banana, are you? Yes, I am. You should only have half. half I'm with this. you, Jerry. If I am, if I, I don't want to be uh, on any restrictive program wherein I can't eat fruit or vegetables. Right. Sorry. And, and for a while, that took you a while to get there. Yeah. You know, but it's just. Yeah. Stupid. Bizarre. Very bizarre, Jerry. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. That was not bizarre at all. Now, tomorrow we don't have to come in and talk what do we about do tomorrow? a Giants loss or a Jets loss. Something cool will happen. Something cool will go down. Okay. No I'll doubt be, about I'll it. right. We'll see. All right. So. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.